Hello and welcome to the Daily Nugget. I'm Mike Conan and this is the Day's Daily Nugget. Well, uh, we're continuing our look at Advent and the story of Jesus and why the good news is for great joy. And what is this good news all about? Uh, one of the central words of Christmas is Emmanuel. God with us. It even tells us what it means in the in the text. It's pretty cool. Emmanuel, God with us, uh, the God of the universe, taking on flesh to journey with us. This is the central story of Christmas, and it is again one of those marvelous mysteries, and uh, such a marvelous mystery that has been a stumbling block for millions dare I say, billions of people. Uh, This is the greatest mystery of Christianity. Uh, No doubt about it. The greatest mystery is how Jesus could be both fully divine and fully human. And yet he was. Uh, We have a history of him walking the earth from both the biblical texts, but parabiblical texts describe him in history. Uh, There was a time and a season where people debated whether he actually ever lived or not. That is no longer debated in most circles. I'm sure there are still some on the fringe who doubt that. Um, But whether this human, Jesus, was divine or not, that is a matter of faith. Whether he was a person or not is a matter of fact. Whether he was divine or not is a matter of faith. And in God's eyes, of course, it's a fact. But in our eyes, it's a matter of faith because we don't know. So what does it all mean? Why would God do this? And all I could think about is I'm pondering this idea of Emmanuel, God with us. And uh, we we hear that echoing refrain from Isaiah um, and where uh, we learn uh, that he will be called not just Prince of Peace, but Mighty God. And how cool is that? That from the beginning, there's a sense where the all-powerful God would take on a human form. Jesus demonstrated this Mighty God aspect of who he was by, from the very beginning, teaching in profound ways. The first story we have of Jesus is him teaching in such a profound way that they couldn't believe he was only 13 years old in the temple. And from that moment on, people flocked to him. They couldn't believe the authority by which he taught and the the insight to which he taught and probably the joy and the charisma by which he taught. One thing's for sure, Jesus never bored anybody. People were hanging on his every word. We also learned that he was this mighty God, uh, not only in his teaching, but also in the way that he exercised authority over the evil that was around him, uh, especially when it came to demonic spirits. He continued to drive them out, and often they would identify him as the Son of God. They would identify him, who he was, because they knew who he was. Uh, in fact, they are the earliest testimony we have uh, before after the angels and Mary, of course, when he's born, uh, of stories of the demons telling who Jesus is. His disciples don't even know who he is yet, but the demons are telling the world. And then Jesus actually forbids them to tell because he doesn't want them to know yet. It's a pretty powerful moment. But Jesus shows us that he is the divine in the, in his authority and the way that he exercises it over the demonic realm. He also shows us that he is the divine, the mighty God that is promised um, by the way that he does miraculous things. His first quote-unquote miracle is him turning water into wine. He walked on water. He fed 5,000 people, some say up to 12,000 people, 4,000 people, some say up to 10,000 people. Uh, 
with just a handful of, of loaves and fishes. He um, again did this miraculous thing where he told people to f- put out their nets and they were filled up to the brim. Uh, he healed person after person. He healed lepers. Uh, he healed uh, people who were bleeding. He healed uh, people who lost their sight. Uh, he healed uh, all kinds of folks, so much so that the people were bringing him uh, people to heal from everywhere. And in fact, it says that uh, in the towns that they went to, pretty soon it was so overwhelming that people were just lining up on the street to bring people to Jesus. He had that kind of power as the mighty God. And then we also know that he demonstrated his mighty power by raising people from the dead. He rose Lazarus from the dead and he rose Jairus's daughter from the dead. Uh, very, very fascinating stories that people had never seen before. In both cases, waiting until it's well past the time when it could have been anything but a miraculous healing. And of course, we know ultimately he showed who he was by himself rising from the dead three days, three days after he went in the tomb, long enough to make sure he was actually dead. And, uh, all those things powerful and profound. And at the same time, he demonstrates uh, that he is the God-man by the way that he still works in the world and the way he worked in the world in the first century. Converting hearts, converting the Apostle Paul on a road. Uh, one scholar said that he got through all of the miracles of Jesus and he could see how it could happen or how somebody could misunderstand it. But when he got to the miracle that was performed in the Apostle Paul's heart, he didn't have an explanation for that. How could this person whose identity, his, his career, his, his whole personhood, his life revolved around suppressing Christianity could turn in a dime and then he would become a messenger for Christ and he would share it. He could not explain that. And again, that is the miracle of the God man that we see happening over and over and over again to this day. Yes, there are people who follow after other gods. Yes, there are people who do all kinds of things for those gods. But the kind of conversion that happens through the power and presence of the Spirit of God is very real and very powerful. And it all ties back to this God-man coming to the earth. And so as you think about Christmas, you think about particularly the God of the universe taking on flesh. And we're going to look uh, the next couple of podcasts into what that looks like and what it means for us beyond the fact that it's true. So there's some thoughts, and I hope that this Christmas you are reminded Emmanuel is really the most important thing of it all. May it be so in our lives. Amen. Hey, this is a ministry of R2 Legacy. Uh, check out more at r2legacy.com. Thank you for listening.